Hey, business owners, this is Rashad Brown with SwipeFast, located in Columbia, South Carolina. We are excited to be partnering with Jesse E. Canty in the How Bad Do You Want It podcast. Since 2017, SwipeFast has been helping business owners like you save up to 99% in their debit and credit card processing fees. So if you process business to business or business to consumer payments, we have solutions that will meet your needs and would love to hear from you. You can reach us at SwipeFast.com forward slash save. That's Swipe, spelled with the Y, or contact us at 1-800-597-0713. Don't forget to let us know that Jesse E. Canty sent you. Have a blessed day. Welcome, welcome, welcome to this episode of How Bad Do You Want It with your host, Jesse E. Canty. And this is my episode number 10. Listen, have you ever been going through and you was at your, your, your wits end? You felt like you were about ready to give up. You had no more strength. Uh, you was frustrated. You was discouraged. You was weak. You was downtrodden. You was cast down, almost in despair. That sounds kind of like 2020, don't it? All right, so I believe you've been there before. If you've been there and then you started crying out to God and you start asking God, what are you doing and I need your help? Listen, if that's how you have felt, this message is for you. This is something that the Lord gave me and I ministered on Facebook Live uh, and, I, and I felt led to make it also as a podcast message. And it's entitled Running with the Horses. Running with the horses. So I'm going to go ahead and get right into it. I'm going to read one verse from Jeremiah chapter 5, verse 12. I'm going to read one verse, but I'm going to read it in two different versions. First of all, the King James Version, and it says thus, If thou hast run with the footmen, and they have wearied thee, then how canst, how canst thou contend with horses? And if in the land of peace, wherein thou trustest, they wearied thee, then how wilt thou do in the swelling of Jordan? Now I'm going to read it in the Message Bible. It says, so Jeremiah, this was the Lord responding to Jeremiah. So Jeremiah, if, you, if you're worn out in this foot race or running with footmen, what makes you think you can race against horses? And if you can't keep your wits during times of calm, What's going to happen when trouble breaks loose like the Jordan in the flood? Running with horses. Let me pray for you. Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord, I pray right now that this moment is a brief moment we have together, that you empower me, God, that you use me to say something that's not only going to be encouraging, but that will be strengthening to their spirit, man. I pray that you touch their minds, give them peace, touch their bodies from their head to their toe, let them know, God, that that situation, that the situation that have came is not there to destroy them, but the, but is there to empower them to be able to destroy it. I decree that right now in Jesus' name. We pray, Amen. Listen, I take this very seriously because I love preaching God's word. I love talking to you. And this is what my podcast is designed to do: not come preach at you, but just talk with you, have a brief conversation with you on a level where you can understand it. And this is a Bible term, running with the horses, and it's going to make sense in a minute. You got to understand that God spoke this word to Jeremiah. Now, let me explain to you. We read Jeremiah chapter 12, verse 1 through, uh, we read Jeremiah chapter 12, verse 5, 
What we did not read was Jeremiah chapter 12, verse 1 through 4. But I'm going to quickly give you an explanation uh, what verse 1 through 4 was saying. It was Jeremiah that was complaining to the Lord. Jeremiah began to talk to the Lord and say, God, I don't know what is going on. He began to ask God. He says, God, I got questions I need to ask to you. He says, why do bad people have it so good? He said, why do, and I'm paraphrasing now. He said, why do con artists make it big? This is the message Bible. He looked around and thought, started looking at a situation and it seems like, man, God, I'm the one trying to live right. I'm trying to do halfway good. I'm, I'm, I'm you know, I'm trying to I'm living better in my life now than I lived before. And it seemed like the people that's around me who's not even living right, it seemed like they got it better than I have it. Then he told him in verse two, he said, you planted them and you put down roots. He said, seemed, but it seemed like they are flourishing. They're producing fruit. He says, and they talk like y'all old friends, but yet they couldn't care less about you. In other words, he said, God, he said, they talk about you, but their hearts are far from you. They act like they have relationship with you, but God, by their actions, they have no relationship with you. And I know I pray and I talk with you, God. I know I may not walk with you as someone else have walked with you, but God, why is it that seems like you are more for them when they're not even caring about you, these are the words of Jeremiah, instead of me who are trying to do what's right. He wouldn't, he didn't stop there. Then he started talking in verse three and four. He says, uh, he said, you don't let, he said, but meanwhile, you don't let me get by with a thing. He says, make them pay for the way they live, pay for their lives. He says, in other words, like sheep that went to the, go to go to the slaughter. How long do we have to put up with this? We are depressed. He started talking about the situation, how the country is going down. In other words, let me interpret it to 2021. In other words, God, it seems like they're the ones that's prospering financially. Yet I'm struggling financially. I can't find a job. I can't find a relationship looking for a spouse that's going to be compatible with me. I'm trying to trying to uh, uh, do this and start a business and whatever the situation could be, but it seems like everything I'm doing is falling apart. And Jeremiah got depressed. Have you ever gotten depressed at some things that you seem like you could not change or you could not overcome, and it drove you to prayer in God? Now, you probably didn't see this prayer. You probably saw it as just his complaining or venting to God. But I'm so glad that God, you can come to God in a human way and speak your heart. David said, when my heart was overwhelmed, lead me to the rock that is higher than I am. In other words, when my heart was so heavy that I could not talk to anybody else and the things that I opened up my mouth is not going to be very encouraging. I'm going to I need a shoulder to cry on. I need an ear that's going to listen to me. David said, lead me to the rock that is higher tonight than I am. That that means take me to the moment of prayer where I can cry out to God in private. Because God allowed me, he will allow me to be like a hot water heater and let me release the steam that has been built up inside of me. Jeremiah was on fire, not just on fire for God. He was on fire because he was steaming. He was discouraged. He was displeased. He was distressed. And I believe he was a little bit ticked off. And he opened his mouth to God and says, what is going on? Or God, what is up with this? 
That's Jeremiah chapter 12, verse 1 through 4. And once he got through, God let him open up his mouth. He let him get it off his heart. Let me just pause and say that. I'm so grateful to have a relationship with God. It may not sound politically correct, but I've been telling you now, I know what it's like when you can go into your private prayer closet, get into the car and you just drive for a few miles. Me, I like to get on my motorcycle, put my helmet on, don't turn no music on on my motorcycle and just ride off in the country and I get to talking to God and half of my ride is I'm talking to God and I'm really complaining to him. But that's okay. He lets me speak. He lets me vent. And when I'm talking to God, I know what it's like to talk to God by yourself and tears rolling down your eyes. I know what it's like to talk to God and you got a bunch of questions on your heart and you speaking from your spirit. God never interrupts me. He never, he never rebukes me because he allows me to have a human moment where I am discouraged and I am weary. And when I feel like that, I'd rather go to God in prayer instead of going to get a gun and trying to handle things myself or whether it's even killing myself. Before I handle anything in my own power, the best thing I could do is go to God in prayer. Likewise, my brother, my sister, when your heart is overwhelmed, I believe God led you to this message right here. When you are feeling like you're carrying the weight of the world on your shoulders and you feel like people want you to be perfect and you are tired of trying to be perfect and you are frustrated, don't blow your top. Go to God and open your mouth and your heart. And Jeremiah did that. And after Jeremiah opened up his distressed heart, And after Jeremiah cried out from his overwhelmed heart and after Jeremiah lifted up his eyes that was running down with tears and cried out to God how he was very upset and very hurt on what was going on and how hard his life has been. Verse five says that the Lord answered Jeremiah and he answered him in a strange way. He said, Jeremiah, wait a minute. And I'm going to, bringing in my terminology a little bit so you can understand it better. Wait a minute, Jeremiah. If you're worn out in facing footmen, hmm, what makes you think you can race against the horses? Wait a minute. Why would God answer Jeremiah that way? After he have cried out to God about how frustrated and weary he is. And God going to respond to me and basically say, once you decipher and discern what he said, he basically says, Jeremiah, if you're tired now, what you going to do when the battle really get hard? Mm. Why would the Lord say that, Jeremiah? The Lord would not only say that to Jeremiah, but he would say that to you. And I will go so far to say that's why you tune into this podcast. Maybe the Lord is saying that to you right now. Maybe the Lord is using me in these brief moments we have together uh, to answer your prayer and saying, God, I need to know what is going on. And maybe the Lord sent me along to tell you, you ain't seen nothing yet. Yeah, don't 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 get off the podcast yet because God got an encouraging word for you. But he's breaking you off right at the top and telling you, you can't start thinking like that. 
Because if you think like that, what you going to do when the rubber really meets the road? There's some people who have went through something. I've seen people who who who, who thought they who thought they would had a bad day because somebody took their parking space. And the Lord would say, if you think your day was bad because somebody took your parking space, what you going to do when you face death of a loved one or something? What you going to do when you have to face an illness or sickness that come upon your body? God told Jeremiah, he said, if you can't run with the footmen and they have wearied you, how can you contend and fight with the horses or run with the horses? He said, and if you can't keep your wits during times of calm, what's going to happen when trouble break loose upon you? Now, let me break this down and give you some revelation on this. God says, I am with you, Jeremiah. I know it may not always seem like I'm with you, but sometimes the Lord, a lot of times, truthfully, the Lord is with you, but he is silent. He allowed Jeremiah to face what he calls some footmen from time to time. And Jeremiah was dealing with these footmen, which is really a symbol or typology of soldiers who starts off the battles. These footmen was called as these small problems that was wearing Jeremiah down. Some of you dealing with issues on the left and you're dealing with issues on the right and you're dealing with some things that come from natural situations some things that's coming from people. You got people who are, who are out to kill you or out to trouble you and out to discourage you. These are the footmen or the soldiers that anytime in battle, they usually starts to battle out with the footmen. After the footmen come through first, then they send their horses. We'll talk about the horses in a minute. The purpose of the footmen is to thin out your enemy lines. The footmen represents your smaller problems, people. Footmen issues are intended to wear you down. It could be somebody who's on the job who's an enemy, you've been trying to be friends with them, you've been trying to show them love, it could be it could be a, a relationship, it could be in a marriage, it could be a financial situation, it could be a sickness that you're going through, it can be within your children's child rearing, you keep having problems and they have begun to wear you down. And you've been facing it over and over and over. And you've been praying to God and you've been waiting. You've been trying to have patience and it seemed like it's wearing you down. Footmen are footmen issues are intended to wear you down. They are designed to discourage you. If you're starting to feel discouraged, that means your courage have been removed or your courage is going, getting closer to being empty. You no longer feel as strong and courageous as you once felt because you've been under attack left and right from small issues. The Bible says that it's a little foxes that spoils the vine. Sometimes it's a lot of small attacks that the enemy can gang up on you that will cause you to wear down, that will cause you to be discouraged, and that will weaken you. The enemy is trying to weaken your strength, beloved. The footman is also designed to distract you 
He wants to get you off of your course. He don't want you in your strongest focal or mental focus mindset. He wants to distract you. He wants one eye to be focused over here and another eye to be focused on something else and your mind to be distracted and you can't even think right. You don't know if you're coming or going. You don't know what tomorrow holds. You're not sure even on who you are right now. He has distracted you. And after he has distracted you, he is also trying to get you to the place where you will completely give up. You're starting to think now on a level where not that is not normally you. You're usually stronger than this. You're usually more courageous than this. You're usually more focused than this. You're usually the one that's always encouraging everybody else. You comes in the room with a smile and you always strengthen somebody else. But now you are getting weak too. What do Superman do when he need to be strengthened? I'll tell you what you need to do. You need to turn to the hills and look to the hills which come with your help, which means look up to heaven. God is able to give you strength. Jeremiah was getting worn down. He was getting frustrated. He was going through different things and he was about to give up. And another thing is anytime you see footman issues that's coming at you one after another and you're under attack and you know that this is not normal. This is strange how I'm going through right now. It is a sign that you're on the right path whenever the enemy send footman issues to weaken you because you are moving in the right direction. In other words, if you are going, getting closer to your goal, and let me use football analogy since I watched my Pittsburgh Steelers today and they lost. Lord help me, Jesus. Y'all keep me in prayer with that. But uh, out of the playoffs. But anyhow, let's say let's say the, the, whenever you're playing football, if you catch the ball and you or, you or they kick it off and you got the ball on the 25-yard line, and you start driving down the field, you're looking wonderful, you're looking real good. And oh, man, it's going to be a great game. We're going to win this game. But once you get in the 20-yard line and on into the, the, to the touchdown, it's called the red zone. The closer you get to your goal, the harder it get to gain yardage. That's in the game of football. And when it get down, it can be first got first down and goal, inches to go. It's harder to go one inch than it used to be to go 10 yards because you have gotten closer to your goal. I'm telling you right now that the enemy has sent footmen's out against you because you are close to your breakthrough. You are close to your goal. You're closer than you ever could imagine. That's why he has stepped up the attack with the footmen. And remind you again, the Lord will say, Jeremiah, if you cannot contend with the footmen, then how can you run with the horses? That is the Lord, not just rebuking Jeremiah. He's really, I feel, is more so reminding Jeremiah, don't get caught up on these issues you're fighting with because you was not designed to die fighting footmen. You was designed to win racing against horses or running with horses. Now, what do you mean? Why did you go from footmen to horses? 
Now, let me show you this one more time. The enemy will send footmen or these issues to distract you, to weaken you, to discourage you, to cause you to give up. But the enemy can't do anything that God have not allowed. God allowed the footmen to come to prepare you. Do you understand what I'm saying? You got to realize that God is preparing you for greater things. The greater the trial, the greater the blessing. Oh, can you say that with me? The greater the trial, the greater the blessing. He is preparing you for greater things. So God allowed the footmen to prepare you. God allowed the footmen to be your, uh, as a boxer would be in training. And it's your sparring partner. It's there to make you stronger. It's there to keep you sharp. It's there to keep you working out. And your faith will get, begin to go from one level to another level. The footmen are preparation for something greater. The little small things is not the main thing. That's why you can't let, that's why you can't die and lose your focus over these footmen issues. You got greater in you. And yes, it's going to be greater trouble or greater uh, adversity, but it's also going to come with greater victory. Horses now. Now, now he says, when you're running with horses, it went from footmen, which means men who are just like them. You're fighting on a level from issues, issues that's coming from common things. Just like yourself, they can come from humans or they can come from things that just such as common in life to now you're running with horses. Horses is not humans. Horses are strong. Horses are so strong. They can pull three times their weight. Horses are so fast. They have been clocked as high as 55 running 55 miles an hour. Horses can run in heat. Horses can run in cold. Horses can run in all kind of weather. Horses can sleep standing up. Horses have strong endurance. So God is saying, if your endurance is weak dealing with men, then what is your endurance is going to be like running with horses? So the question will be is this. Wait a minute, God. No man, no human can run with horses. We can't do anything with horses. So why would you say this to Jeremiah? Because God was speaking something deeper to Jeremiah. No human in his own body can run with a horse. No human in his own strength can do anything with a horse. But God is saying to Jeremiah, you can't do this in your own strength. You must trust in God completely. The Bible also says that they who trust in the Lord shall do exploits. In other words, let's see what he's saying to you. And then I'm about done. God is saying that when you rely and ask me for my strength, you need the strength of God. When you rely and ask God for his strength, you will be able to run with the horses. And these footmen can't even hold you down. You will grow so strong with these small issues that you call life that you'll, you'll, you'll leap over them like they were speed bumps. David says, God, by you, I had run through a troop. That means you gave me the strength to run through a whole troop of footmen. And then he says, by you, I have leaped over a wall. I normally could not leap over a wall, but because of God who strengthened me and gave me the mindset, gave me the power to overcome everything that's coming against me, God caused me to do what I could not do in my own power. 
He called me to have the power and the mindset to keep moving forward. Somebody ought to say, keep it moving. That means you can take a licking and keep on ticking. Wow. Because the Lord is giving you his strength. Zechariah chapter four, verse six says this. Then he answered and spoke unto me, saying, this is the word of the Lord unto Zerubbabel, saying, not by might, nor by power, but by my spirit, says the Lord of hosts. And also in Isaiah chapter 40, it also talks about you walking and not fainting. And God will cause you to take up the wings of an eagle. You'll mount up on wings of an eagle. So I hope you heard something in this few minutes we had together that you were called by God to run with the horses. Do not allow the footman issues of life to discourage you, to make you feel you by yourself. I am a witness that you are not alone. That's why he sent me this word. And that's why he sent you to it. Feast off of it. Be encouraged. Have your focus. Because you're getting ready to overcome these footman issues. And you get ready to run with some horses. Let me pray for you. Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray that you strengthen this individual. Let them have a blessed day. I pray that their week is tremendously blessed. Let their faith, God, go to another dimension in you because of what you spoke in their spirit. We love you, God, and we thank you. We decree it already done in the name of Jesus. Amen. Well, I hope this right here will bless your spirit. I want you to have a wonderful day. Know that I love you. Catch you next time. Hello, this is Jesse E. Canton. I want to sincerely say thank you for taking the time to listen to my podcast. I would greatly appreciate it if you would take a moment and leave an awesome review and subscribe to my podcast as well as my YouTube page. I would greatly appreciate it. Until next time, may you all have a blessed day. Hey, this is Jesse Canton, man. I wanted to just say before you listen to this podcast, thank you for taking the time to download this podcast. Listen, I need your help. If this podcast have ever been a blessing to you, drop me an email. Let me know. Give me some feedback. This podcast is heard in over 59, over 60 countries and over 860 cities. Drop me an email at Jesse Canty, J-E-S-S-E-C-A-N-T-Y podcast at yahoo.com. I want you to let me know how it's been a blessing to you. Maybe you want to donate. If you've been blessed by this thing, you can donate at uh, Jesse E. Canty on Cash App or even Zell me or at least pray for me. Do something to help a brother out. I want to tell you thank you again and I hope this episode bless you.